What is up guys, Mark here and welcome to the podcast. Just to mention, these are totally unmonetized, so if you're able to support, the Patreon link is in the description below. But of course, no pressure to do so. Thank you so much guys, much love to you. What is up guys, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark and today we're covering some more r slash am I the butthole. If you'd like to skip the initial waffle, timestamps are in the description and along the timeline below. But if you are new here, please consider hitting that like, that subscribe, and maybe that notification bell, as it really does help out this channel, and you wouldn't believe how much it does. So thank you for that. And yesterday we had two new members to the channel, one over on Patreon, Ryukage99. Thank you so, so much for your support. And over on YouTube, we had Dr. Whom. Thank you so, so much for supporting this channel. It really does mean the world to me and it can, helps us continue to grow every day. So, you know, you're absolutely amazing for doing that. And for everyone, for just taking the time out of your day to sit there, listen to these videos, comment, like, and all that sort of good stuff. It really is amazing of you. So thank you. And let's get in to today's stories. Much love, guys. And our first story comes from Cupcake Commercial 666. Am I the arsehole for taking my good friend and her two kids on vacation with me instead of my sister and her kids, even though she said she needed the break? This happened when I was 24 and my sister is still pissed about it and thinks I was the arsehole. I just want to see if I am or not. Long story short, I won a raffle at my job for an all expense paid family vacation. It wasn't a super fancy price to Disneyland or anything crazy, it was just a nice three day stay at this little beach house in place. It was for four people, I asked new boyfriend at the time to go but he couldn't because school. I told nobody I won, but when I came down to visit my family for the weekend, my sis was there with my niece slash nephew, who are the two brattiest kids I've ever met, thanks to sis not disciplining them, ever. I love them but she lets them get into everything and never watches them unless someone, me or our mum, yells at her to get off her butt and watch them. Visiting is always a chore because I end up watching them to give our mum a break. It's pathetic. I'd considered inviting them to come before I arrived, but the longer I was there, the more I hated the idea. By the time I was packing up to go home, I knew I wasn't inviting them. She dumped them on me the entire time, like usual, and I knew if they came it would turn into me babysitting them while she had a vacation. So I didn't mention it. Next day I told my friend Megan, cause she has two kids, older than sister's kids and very well behaved. And she's a single working mum who could use the vacay. I offered to invite her along if she would pay for the gas to get us all to slash from there. She happily agreed. We went, had a blast, I got a pretty good tan, we ate lots of buffet food and did a fun family type activities all weekend before coming back. I posted some pics I took, nothing in your face, just a couple of cute ones of me slash us on the beach. When I got back and before lunch even rolled around, sis was blowing up my phone asking how the hell I could afford a vacation. I told her it was a raffle prize, she asked who won and I said me. She flipped her shit, demanding to know why I hadn't invited her. I was honest and said because I didn't want to babysit her kids for my entire vacation. She called me an arsehole, said I knew she needed a vacation and then hung up on me. Later mum called asking why I promised niece slash nephew I'd take them on vacation. I said I never told them I would. Turns out sis told them we were all supposed to go on vacation but I ruined it and now they couldn't. So they sobbed all day. I explained my side and mum said I was mean not to invite sis niece nephew but she dropped it after I said I wasn't babysitting my whole vacation. I could have invited them but I just didn't want to. Sis thinks family should come before friends. Am I the arsehole? 
Edits. To those feeling sad for my niece and nephew for getting lied to about their vacation. It's all good. I took them to the kids play place the weekend after my vacation. They ate pizza, played arcade games, got to climb this huge indoor jungle gym thing and even ride a couple of kiddie rides. They had a blast. They forgot all about the beach. Lol. Edit 2. To those saying you should have just lied and said you saved up for the vacation. If I did that, then my sister, who thinks I secretly make six figures and above minimum wage job, would have started hounding me for who the hell knows how long for a loan that I would never get back, even if I could afford to give it. It was a lose-lose situation. Edit 3. Oh my god, guys. I didn't force my friend to pay for all the gas like some jerk. She paid for the gas and I paid for everyone's food and drinks to slash from the vacation. We stopped and got breakfast on the way and got lunch on the way back. We took my car there since hers guzzles gas and mine doesn't. We each decided these things together. To be fair, if I was in an OP situation and I had like nieces and nephews dumped on me all the time, like blatantly dumped and abusing the situation, you know, I don't think I would take them on vacation either. And I know it's not the kid's fault in the end, but you know, the mum's got to learn. You don't want to take her on vacation and just being babysitting the whole time, do you? And OP did say she took him out afterwards, not quite the beach, but she did take him to a play place where they had a good time. So I think that's a nice thing to do. But the fact that your sister said to the kids they was promised a vacation and they she got let down by the sister, it's just another level of entitledness, isn't it really? So not the asshole in this situation. And let's go to the comments below. Let's see what we can find. Giorno Giovanna, I totally butchered that name. Not the arsehole, your sister lied to your family to get them on her side because she knew damn well your reasoning for not taking her was legitimate. Screw your sister, you don't need her. If she wants to stay mad at you for her inability to be a parent, then she can stay mad. You do you, live your best life. Plus from the way it sounds, you gave Megan a well-deserved vacation. Opie replies to saying, Megan and my sister have a very similar situations, which I find unfair because unlike my sister, Megan did everything right and shouldn't have to bust her ass working multiple jobs to support her kids. Her husband was a piece of trash and I hope he saw the pics of us on vacation with her living her best life. Amethyst Fire says, not the arsehole, your sister sounds lazy and entitled as hell. Vacations are supposed to be fun and relaxing, not stress inducing and another level of hell. And Elva Holt says, not the arsehole, sounds like your sister's idea of parenting is to have someone else do it. She got a break the entire time you were visiting home, and so she has no right to complain. If she complains again, remind her that you gave her a break, that you usually do when she's around, and just dumps her kids on you. That you have to spread the love, and that she's selfish and self-centered to think you're a babysitting slave. Now, I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys think of the story? Let me know in the comments below, and don't forget to vote on that poll in the description for story one. And our next story is from, he's the father. Am I the arsehole for not agreeing to a paternity test unless my husband goes to therapy? I, 28 female, and my husband, 32 male, have a three-year-old son together. There's never been any doubt that my husband is the father. I've never given him any cause for concern that I cheated on him. He acknowledges all of this. Last week, he came to me and said for the last few months, he's been plagued, his word, with the anxiety that our son is not his. They don't look identical, granted, but they definitely share similar features, and I see my husband whenever I look at my son. I was obviously blindsided by this. I had no idea he was having these thoughts. I asked him to explain why he thought that it wasn't his, and he couldn't really provide an answer other than a gut feeling. He asked me if I'd be okay if he got a paternity test done so he could ease his mind. I initially said absolutely not, no way in hell. I was very, very offended. He told me that he could just do it without my permission, and I said if he did that, I would never forgive him. My husband does not have a history of anxiety, but he did lose his job back at the start of the pandemic, so he's been with our son most of the time while I work my full-time job from home. 
I know this hasn't been easy on him. I'm not a psychiatrist or anything, but maybe he's starting to resent our son or something from just being around him constantly. After our heated first conversation, I spoke with some friends about it and they said he's probably having psychiatric problems due to the stress of not having a job. I came back to my husband and said that if he went to therapy and started taking some anti-anxiety meds, that I would consider getting the test. He was very upset at this and said that once he got the results of the test back, he wouldn't be anxious anymore and that I wasn't being fair by making him go through a whole rigmarole, again his word, just to get peace of mind, which was a phrase he used a lot during this. He again threatened to just get the test without my permission and I said this would effectively end our relationship. I think there's something more serious going on here and I thought that my solution here is fair as I'm willing to be. My friends are divided, some think I should just take the test and others are saying he's being insane and that if I cave to this, there's just going to be something else. I need neutral perspective here. Am I the asshole? You know, by the message of him saying that he needs a paternity test is saying his partner's cheated on him, which, you know, is a very damaging thing to say in a relationship, right? And so I think if his anxiety is causing this, he does need some therapy for it because, you know, <laughs> as people were saying, and once he has this test done and it confirms he's the father, then other things are just going to come up down the road, right? So pretty much at the moment, his choices are therapist or divorce, because if he's going to go ahead and take this test, it's going to ruin your relationship. It's quite as simple as that, isn't it, really? So I cannot say you're the asshole in this situation. This guy needs to sort himself out ASAP. But let's have a look at the comments below to see what they say. This year, the ghost says, not the arsehole, even in the best case scenario, where this is all due to anxiety brought on by the pandemic, don't believe that after the test he'll be better. Soon it'll be two tests, then three, because he's afraid of false positives. This type of anxiety gets worse until it moves on to something else. I've had the same obsessive anxiety for years and it didn't get better until after therapy and medication. I still struggle. Stand your ground, OP. Risha Bree says, this is the exact problem. I have generalized anxiety disorder. The thing about anxiety is that it cares very little about things, truth or reality or proof. Just knowing intellectually that you're being ridiculous has never stopped an intrusive thought from coming back. If she got the test, Opie's husband might feel better for a day or a week or two. But after that, his brain will either go back to the same worry, test results have been damned or find a new one to latch onto. Opie, right now your refusal is probably feeding his anxiety. She has something to hide. So I'm not going to recommend that you hold firm to him getting treatment first but I would hold out until he makes a concrete step towards getting treated, such as making a doctor's appointment. And if he cancels afterwards, because I'm fine now, then draw the line there and definitely refuse the next ridiculous anxiety request because it will be coming. And Ron fucking Swanson says, if it's a big enough deal that he was willing to risk losing his marriage and potentially permanently damaging his relationship with his child, then his anxiety is a big enough problem that needs to be addressed in therapy. Giving in and getting the test will only address this one anxiety. More will pop up. That's the nature of the beast. You can't placate someone with anxiety. It never goes away until the root of the problem is addressed. And even then, it's a lifelong struggle. Your husband has an anxiety problem and it's only going to get worse and he needs help. Stand firm, not the arsehole. And Practical Heart says, not the arsehole. That is offensive to you and to your child. If my husband did that to me, I would have told him the same thing. You do this behind my back. It's a deal breaker. Adios, arsehole. Now, I turn it to you guys. What do you guys think of this story? Let me know in the comments below and don't forget to vote on that poll in the description for story two. And our next story is from Professional Thai 425 Am I the arse for calling my son's girlfriend a stupid bitch and refusing to talk about it after the fact? My son John has been dating Carly for a few months. 
This was probably the third time we'd met her. I found her a little irritating the first two times, but thought maybe I was just getting old. She came over the other night and we had some family over, including my dad and stepmom. My wife and stepmom were talking and it kind of came to light to Carly that I had cheated on my ex with my current wife almost 30 years ago. Carly seemed very offended by this, despite the fact that obviously has nothing to do with her. She then asked my wife how she can feel comfortable that I won't cheat on her. That is the type of conversation I would have expected her mum or best friend to have with her 30 years ago, not this girl we hardly know. My wife said that was a rude question and no, she had never worried about me cheating. Carly would not drop it and kept trying to convince my wife, once a cheater, always a cheater, which I find dumb for a plethora of reasons. But even if I was cheating on my wife, it isn't Carly's business. And for the record, I've never once cheated on my wife. I've never even been tempted to, so no, not always a cheater. My son did nothing to defuse this, so I told Carly she was being rude and needs to mind her own business. She shrugged and said she can't stand cheaters because her dad broke up their family and I probably had cheated. That pissed me off because I love my wife even if I've done a lot of things wrong. Marrying her was the one thing I really got right. I called her a stupid bitch and told her to get out. She seemed taken back but left. My son acknowledges that she was wrong but claims her dad really affected her view of these things and that I should give her a second chance but that we both need to apologise. I said she needs to apologise for insulting a marriage she knows nothing about but my son said I should just be the bigger person. I'm refusing to have her over again until she gives my wife and I a sincere apology. Edit, I'm not sure why so many people think Carly is a teenager, but she is 24. I think this is going to be one of those classic everyone sucks here posts. Mainly because, yeah, you cheated in the past, but for some random reason your family was talking about this in the open. So, you know, it's an open conversation, so Carly can get involved in it. Maybe she shouldn't have, and she shouldn't have been so adamant on those points that she was raising, you know. I don't know how someone can feel that comfortable talking and saying those things in front of her like a new family, but wow, Carly's got some balls. <laughs> and, to, and to quote, once a cheater, always a cheater. Oh my God. But then you called her a stupid bitch. I mean, that's not the right way to go about it either, is it really? I mean, you can get heated all you like, but you could also just turn around and say to her, Carly, please don't say that in front of me. I think that's really rude. And I will ask you to leave if you carry on down this route. You know, you don't have to go down, you stupid bitch. Because what's that going to achieve in the end? Pretty much nothing. And may potentially cause a family rift between you and your son. I don't know, it's just all a bit of a mess. Let's go to the comments below to see what we can find. Save the Squirtle says, you're the arsehole. Calling someone a stupid bitch rather than saying something like Carly, speaking about this makes me uncomfortable, let's drop it, makes you the arsehole. Too true. Music Lover 273 says, you're the arsehole. She's a teenager dealing with fresh wounds of inflicted by a cheater. You're a reminder of that because you're exactly like him 30 years ago. Not only that, but you stooped to name calling. You, an adult, stooped to name calling a teenager. Although she's not a teenager, he said she's 24 and can't even apologize for it. Did she go too far? Yes, but I cannot call her an arsehole for calling a cheater a cheater. Consistent Cheesecake says, why did you bring up your cheating past around someone you aren't willing to discuss it with? This is on you for bringing it up. You're the arsehole for that and calling her a sexist slur. Daisy Inc says, everyone sucks here. Carly needs to think about someone beyond her own damn feelings and saltiness over her dad cheating. Even if she doesn't care for you, how about showing your wife some respect or try not to break up her boyfriend's family? You need to be the calm one here and not losing it by calling her names. Tell her firmly but calmly to mind her business and remove herself from the situation if need be. You can discuss it again with her or your son in private once the dust has settled. Now I'm going to turn it to you guys. What do you guys think of this situation? 
Let me know in the comments below and don't forget to vote on that poll in the description for story 3. And our next story is from No Hot Dog For You. Am I the arsehole for keeping a lady's food because she didn't tip me for previously flirting with her husband? So I work for a food delivery service. Not one of the big well-known ones, but one that's only in certain areas of my state. The area I mostly get deliveries in a smallish new town, just so you understand why this was even possible. So a couple of weeks ago, I delivered food to a lady's house. Her husband was apparently grabbing a package off the porch when I arrived. We ended up chatting a bit and were joking around with each other, just enjoying each other's company for a few minutes. Shortly after leaving, I got a nasty message about if I expect tips, not to be acting like a slut and hidden on other people's husbands. And she left me a $2 tip, the lowest amount allowed. It really sucked because this is a small town, still being developed. There's not really any food places nearby, meaning it took close to an hour of driving to get their food to them. Anyways, about a week later, I got a delivery to the same house. I figured I probably wouldn't be getting the tip again, since she could definitely see it was me. And considering the lady even insulted me last time, I said fuck this and kept a few parts of their meal. Figured I'd enjoy lunch on her to make up for the lack of tips and the rude attitude. Anyway, I was talking to my friends about this and some of them said it did sound like I was hidden on the husband and I shouldn't have done that. And I shouldn't have kept their food this time because I kind of deserved. Because I kind of deserved her stiffing me and sending me that message. A few of them defended me, but the others thought I was being an arsehole. So Reddit, what do you think? Am I the arsehole? Edit to add because for some reason I can't reply anymore and these are common questions. I didn't think that what I said slash did was really flirting or hitting on him. I casually complimented him and his muscles and said something that was meant to mean his wife was lucky. I considered the $2 not tipping because the app doesn't let you get tipped. Less than that. In certain situations, the minimum required tip is actually higher. Also, we paid a certain percentage of the delivery fee plus tips and the delivery fee isn't very high. There was no manager for me to report her to because it's just a food delivery app. They place the order, we pick it up and actually order it too and deliver it. It tells you the address is going to after you pick up the food, so I couldn't just reject the delivery. Edit too because people keep asking about it. I did playfully touch his arm, but just for a second, and the something that was meant to mean his wife was lucky was something along the lines of, too bad you're married, I'd love to have someone like you as my husband. But in a joking way, I wasn't meant to be flirty. My friends thought that was too much, but I didn't want to include it, but it keeps getting brought up. Uh... I'm not sure. I might get I might get shot down for this one, but that is flirting in my opinion. If you're if you're saying that, <laughs> even if it was a joke, <laughs> I mean, casually complimenting on his muscles and then saying something along the lines of his wife was lucky. His wife is lucky. I mean, come on. If that's not flirting, I don't know what is, right? <laughs> so if I put myself in that wife's shoes and I'm I'm stood there and I'm just looking at the door, seeing this delivery guy and my husband's out there and she's touching his muscles and saying, oh, your wife's lucky, I'd be pissed off too, and I wouldn't tip you either. <laughs> but maybe I'm just, maybe I'm just a jealous slut. But let's go to the comments below <laughs> to see what they say. All I live for says, I'm sorry, but you're the asshole. Number one, she might have been rude and she paid for the meal. If she gave you problems, you could have just reported her to the app for being rude, but you're essentially stealing from her. Two, if she notices missing items in the meal, the restaurant will get a bad review, complaint, etc. when it wasn't even their fault. Edit, OP, you were flirting. You were just trying to play it off as if you weren't, which no one is believing. The woman was well within her rights to tell you off, and frankly, I'm surprised she even tipped you after she found you flirting with her husband. I wouldn't have tipped you. What I would have done is report you for unprofessionalism. P.S. By not including your original post, you were still trying to get not the arsehole vote just to validate yourself. <laughs> Gluten-free veg says you're the arsehole and should be fired. 
Hollow Nail Polish says, you're the arsehole. What the fuck? You kept some of the food. Just declined that delivery. Regardless of whether you were hitting on the husband, what you did was theft. Not only are you an arsehole, you're a criminal. And more importantly, your boss will get a call wondering why the order was short and probably figure out what happened and fire you. Nice work, arsehole. <laughs> you're the arsehole. <laughs> Now I'm going to turn it to you guys. What do you guys think of this story? <laughs> I love this one. Let me know in the comments below and don't forget to vote on that poll in the description for story four. Once again, guys, thank you for being here today. You are truly, truly appreciated taking the time out of your day to watch these videos. Thank you from the bottom of my heart and hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. <laughs>